Today we're talking about how you can protect yourself and others during the winter months, particularly with respect to slip and fall accidents or injuries that occur because of ice and snow. So in northern climates such as Ontario, in the winter time, there's a significant uptake in claims for slip and falls because of ice and snow. That can occur both on municipal property, such as sidewalks, community centers, and things like that on the outside, but also on private property, homes, businesses, plazas, all private properties as well. There are things that you can do as a homeowner or business owner or tenant in a business to protect people that come onto your property and also avoid a lawsuit. Take care of your premises. Consider the fact that people might be coming onto your property and do what you can to make it as safe as possible for them. That means, well, if it snows within a reasonable amount of time, you should take out a shovel or if you hire a contractor to do it, have your contractor come out and shovel the snow or plow the driveway. Similarly, because of the thaw and freeze cycle that occurs in the winter, not every day is freezing. So we get a lot of drops in temperature and then rising temperatures. Overnight, it might freeze again. Although ice wasn't present in a location the day before, the next morning there may be ice. Know your property to take a look at it, see where the snow is piled, where the runoffs might be, and take some extra precautions. Throw down some salt. If you don't want to use salt, there's all kinds of alternatives that are better for the environment. And really just taking these simple precautions can do two things. One, they can help avoid an injury on your property. People are far less likely to slip and fall. And number two, if they do slip and fall and you have taken those precautions, it will afford you as a homeowner or property owner a defense. You and your insurance company will be in a much better position to say, well, I took very reasonable precautions and really there wasn't much more I could do. That's my advice for any homeowner or business owner. Take those reasonable precautions so that people coming upon it are less likely to get hurt. Now, on the other side, if you are unfortunate to have sustained a slip and fall accident because of ice or snow this winter, there are important steps that you should take as well. In Ontario in particular, there is legislation that requires notice to be provided for slip and fall accidents caused by ice or snow. If you do slip and fall and it's because of ice or snow that wasn't cleared, documented as quickly as possible, take photographs. If there were any witnesses to the slip and fall, obtain their contact information, report it to the premises owner as quickly as possible. So if it happens in a plaza or in front of a store, tell the store. If it happens on a private property, tell the homeowner. If it happens on a municipal property, notify the city and speak to a lawyer because there's a very limited time within which to provide notice and the information that you want to convey in those notice letters, it's probably best to have a lawyer prepare that letter, somebody with experience that knows how that letter can be used later. Okay, so that it has just the right amount of information without prejudicing your rights. Although people think of slip and falls as, as relatively minor events where somebody just falls down and maybe gets embarrassed, that might be true in the majority of situations, but unfortunately, 
Slip and falls can be very significant events that cause really serious injuries. Very often in slip and fall, the injuries involve fractured bones, so broken bones, knee injuries, we'll see spinal fractures, shoulder injuries, rib injuries, and head injuries can be particularly dangerous. Brain injuries, in fact, where somebody falls backwards and hits their head on a very hard surface. Elderly people tend to sustain more serious injuries. Every case is different, but the injuries can be serious. It can be a very devastating or life-altering injury. Just talking about some of those injuries, broken ankles very often will require a surgeon to go in and actually stabilize the fracture with hardware. Even if your injuries appear minor, so maybe you didn't break any bones or you don't think you did, uh, it's really important to go out as soon as possible after the fall and seek medical attention because injuries can be more significant than they initially appear. Even if it's a soft tissue injury, if it doesn't resolve over time and you decide to advance a claim for your losses, the medical records are gonna be scrutinized and in particular, how quickly you sought medical attention after the event. And we have other videos where we discuss the importance of medical records. For more detail, you can look at those videos. But suffice it to say, the absence of immediate treatment can serve as a defense against your claim and ultimately sometimes can lead to a less successful uh, case. To best protect yourself during the winter months, pay attention to the weather before you leave your home. If it's been snowing, it's likely to snow, or it's freezing rain, take precautions. Look where you're placing your feet. Make sure you're wearing appropriate footwear. That's important to not only protect yourself from having a slip and fall accident in the first place, but also in the event that there is a slip and fall, that's one of the things that the insurance company and their lawyers will always look at. Almost invariably, one of the first things they wanna know is what kind of footwear you were wearing. Were they in good shape? And did they have sufficient tread? They'll typically want to inspect your footwear. So do not discard it, don't throw it out, don't give it away. Make sure you preserve it if you do find yourself in a slip and fall incident. So Ontario follows a comparative negligence standard. So that means if somebody's wearing high heels with no tread on a very snowy, wintry day, certainly the defense would raise that and argue that there's some comparative or contributory negligence on the part of the person who fell. And that's just another way of saying the person who fell also is at fault for this incident. What percentage of fault will play a role in how much money you can recover. So let's just use a really simple math, simple example. If somebody's claim was worth $100,000, but they were 50% at fault, they weren't wearing appropriate footwear, they were running through the ice and snow, whatever it might be, that would reduce their recovery from $100,000 to $50,000. So one of the concerns that people sometimes have with slip and fall accidents is the injury occurred on a friend or relative's property. Maybe you went to visit a friend, a neighbor, a relative, and you fall in front of their front door. And so one of the difficulties is that it's uncomfortable to bring a claim against someone uh, you know and have a relationship with. In that situation, it's important to note that premises cases like slip and falls are typically almost always 
covered by the insurance policy for that property. There's a homeowner's insurance policy that has coverage in the event that somebody falls and gets hurt at your home. Okay, and likewise, commercial properties like plazas and malls and shopping centers also have commercial general liability policies which protect that property and the owners of that property in the event that somebody falls and gets injured while there. You're not typically asking the individual to pay you, the homeowner, the friend. It's really a claim with their insurance company. No different than if they had some storm damage or something else where they're putting in a claim to their insurance company. The homeowner will have very little involvement besides reporting the claim. Once it's been reported, that claim typically gets taken over by an insurance adjuster who then will work with your lawyer to uh, review the relevant records uh, without having to disrupt your friend. If the slip and fall happens at a uh, commercial property or even an apartment building, okay, so let's say you're a tenant at an apartment building, it's an apartment building you reside in, you can likely bring a claim against the maintenance companies or the apartment building itself for the failure to put down salt or to remove the snow or ice. Even if it happens in a place where you live, where there's common area that's maintained by the property managers, you can also bring a claim in the event that you fall and get injured because they didn't timely respond to the ice and the snow. In a commercial setting like a grocery store or a shopping center, it's the same sort of thing. It would be their responsibility typically to maintain those common areas like the parking lots during the winter months to make sure it's safe for people parking their vehicles and entering. They are inviting the public to come there and shop in their stores. They're trying to bring you in. There's an expectation that people are coming there, parking their vehicles or otherwise walking to the premises to spend money. Arguably, they're under even a greater obligation to make sure it's safe for the public because there's an expectation that there's gonna be a lot of people attending at that site. The insurance company will also be concerned about how much knowledge you had about the conditions where you walk. For instance, was it very obvious that the area was covered in snow and ice? Did you recognize that risk and walk there anyways? How often uh, were you on the property? How many times did you walk in the area on the day that the fall occurred? How was the lighting at the time? Was it daytime bright that you could clearly see the snow and ice? Or was it evening or was it dark or poorly lit? So those are some of the uh, factors that will go into proving how much responsibility the, the property owner and occupier has, comparing that with responsibility of the person who fell to take steps to protect themselves from having an injury as well. So I hope that those tips help you and we really hope that uh, you stay safe this winter. And if you are a homeowner or property owner, we hope that you'll take those precautions to avoid a lawsuit. You don't wanna get a notice from us or another personal injury lawyer in Ontario. So take safety seriously and do what you can. If you do find yourself in the uh, unfortunate circumstance of having been injured because of a slip and fall, you're welcome to reach out to us and our contact details are gonna be located in the show notes below. Thanks again.